0: Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Jo, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly. And it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. I am recording this podcast on the first day of rain this fall in end of October, October 21st. So it was timely that I came up with this topic because this week I was speaking to some friends and some clients, and it seems that everybody is feeling like they're in a bit of a funk. And when you're listening to this, this will obviously be Uh, published after the time of recording, but there are some things that I've realized people are going through right now. And there's a couple of, you know, reasons for this is, we're in a recession. We're very much in a strange time in the economy where things are getting more expensive. Interest rates are rising. People have less disposable income. We're coming out of post summer blues. So everybody is, you know, coming down from all of their big events and getting back into work mode, coming back from travel and putting the pedal to the metal in terms of work and career and things like that. So It can be this time of transition where a lot of people start to feel like they're in a bit of a funk and they're looking at their credit card statements, which are now starting to become due after their summer spending. They're looking at their bank accounts and there's just not as many consumer spending as there was previously because people are really starting to have fear and stress around this so-called recession. So a lot of people are in a place of financial struggle at the moment. They're in a place of fear in a place of pain, and they're really having trouble getting themselves out of a funk. And I was speaking to The ladies at my yoga studio the other day who said that it is incredibly hard for them to get new members that they did a price increase in September and they lost 150 members because of it. And also same thing with my dance studio. I've just started taking dance classes that they're really having to think outside the box of different ways that they can reach their clients. But not only are businesses trying to recover from the post COVID and post summer, you know, spending and things like that, but we're also seeing that a lot in personal friendship groups in my social network and things like that, because people just can't afford to do the things that they like to do right now because the prices of everything has gone up so much. I mean, if you own a car, it's to no surprise that the price of gas has gone through the roof in the last, call it six months since the Russia war started. Our grocery prices are going crazy in Canada, especially it's almost not cheaper to go to the grocery store and buy food and make it at home than it is to go out to eat. So a lot of people are in this conundrum of what to do because they can't seem to win no matter what they're doing. They are cutting back in all areas, but at some point you can only cut back so much. And it's causing a lot of emotional and mental stress and pressure. So, you know, I felt this myself as well. I'm I'm building a financial coaching business in the midst of a recession. And whilst it is a challenging time. It's also probably the best time to take on financial coaching because it can really help you get set up for different times throughout the business cycle and throughout the economy and how to prepare yourself for these situations so that you're not in a funk next time around, because we know that the economy is so up and down at the moment. So financial coaching is, you know, something that I truly believe is important during a recession, whether it's understanding how to operate your business or calculate your pricing strategy or grow your numbers or how many clients you need in order to break even or profit margins and things like that. However, when you're in an emotional funk, it can be really challenging to get yourself out of this and even think of trying something new. And I know for myself personally, when I'm in this funk, I go into a scroll hole on Instagram, I don't read, I don't do any of the things that actually propel me forward. I just sort of sit and fester on my couch and I'll sit in my emotions and feel sorry for myself and get into this state of self-pity. I look outside, I'm like, no, I don't want to go outside. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to see my friends. I don't want to socialize. And very quickly, it can become this downward spiral of depression or anxiety or whatever you want to call it in non-medical terms, where you just feel stuck. And a lot of people are feeling this right now, regardless of industry, regardless of their salary or their business structure or how well they're doing. A lot of people are feeling stuck. So. I just want to give you a couple of things, a couple of tips to help you get out of your emotional funk. And regardless of if you're a business owner, regardless of if you are a salaried worker or a stay at home mom, these are all small things that you can do to just take one step forward each day and not feel like you're suffocating and not feel like no matter how hard you try, you're just not getting anywhere. Because I know that that can be a very frustrating place and it can be very hard to pull yourself out of it. You can end up staying there for months if you're not careful. And especially coming into the winter months in the the Northern Hemisphere, you know, the days are getting shorter, the climate's getting colder we're having less daylight and it has a major impact on seasonal depression. So here are a few of my tips to help you get out of an emotional funk or a business funk uh, that you can start employing right now. Number one is take up a new hobby or interest. And what I like to pinpoint here is doing something that is unrelated to what you normally do on a day-to-day basis. So for example, I recently started learning how to play piano and I used to play the flute and piano and dabbled in learning guitar when I was younger. So I have some concept of reading music, but I found, I, it was actually funny, I got an Instagram ad for an app called FlowKey, and this is not sponsored at all, by the way. Um, I got an app uh, Instagram ad for this FlowKey app, and I have been inspired to play piano for such a long time. I listen to a lot of classical music without words. When I'm working, I find that it really is soothing and peaceful to me. So anyway, I got a piano and I got this secondhand piano and I've started using this iPad app to learn piano and I love it so far. I definitely need to schedule it in to make time for it, but it is something that just totally removes me from thinking about friends, from thinking about relationships, from thinking about business, or all the things that I need to tick off on my to-do list and it is something that just takes me to another place. So that's the one hobby that I've started recently. The the second hobby which I've just mentioned before is I've just started taking dance classes. I am a total beginner. I feel like I am a new born giraffe learning how to walk for the first time. I'm so uncoordinated. I look like an absolute dingo on the dance floor, but it is something that is mentally challenging. It's so much fun. The music is awesome. I'm taking hip hop classes. I want to do salsa at some point as well. And I've been meeting some really awesome girls that are all different ages, all different backgrounds in these dance classes. And it's becoming a bit of a community for me. So it gets me out of the house, especially working from home. It's a social activity that is not related to drinking or partying or anything like that. So I've taken up dance and piano So. You know, my recommendation number one to get yourself out of the funk is starting a new hobby. One of my girlfriends started doing pottery recently and she absolutely loves it. And the stuff that she's making is so cool. It's an outlet for her to get creative, get artistic. And I just think it's awesome to take up hobbies because we spend so much time focusing on chasing goals, trying to make more money, trying to pay off debt, doing all these things. But at the end of the day, we do need to have an element of joy, an element of fun, an outlet for us to remove ourselves from our daily life and get creative and do something new. So that's number one. Number two is just get outside more. Even in the winter months when it's cold and crappy out, like go for a walk in nature. There's something about going outside and being around trees and water, even if it's just like a man-made pond in Central Park or a lake that you live nearby or something. There's something physically soothing about being in nature. And I read recently that the earth actually gives off certain vibration and our body is just made up of atoms and molecules and cells. And all of those atoms and molecules and cells are vibrating at a certain frequency. So when we get stressed and our cortisol levels increase and we're not sleeping enough and all of that, our cells and our vibration actually increases above what the vibration of the earth is. So when people connect with the earth and nature, again, they are actually recalibrating the vibration in their body, which improves their sleep, improves their mental clarity, all of these things. So depending on where you live, putting your, your, your bare feet on the earth and standing in the grass or standing on sand or standing in the dirt can really help you feel more connected to yourself, more connected to nature. And it's apparently it's like only 10 minutes of this. So don't quote me on this. Obviously I'm not a scientist and whatever, but I would love to believe this statistic. I would love to believe this information. I'm going to go with it because every time I have done this, every time I put my feet on the ground or toes in the grass or in the sand, I can totally feel it. You know, when you go for a walk on the beach and you get your feet wet, it's just something so soothing about that. And if you're in a wintry area, maybe you just go for a walk in the forest or a park or something like that. So just getting outside more, getting out in nature, even if you have to put a rain jacket on, uh, just to reset the brain there. So that's number two, getting out in nature is one of my favorite ways to disconnect. Number three is turn your social media notifications off. I am so bad for this. I have this disability. I don't, I don't even know what to call it. OCD disability where I can't not check social media and I have to check my messages, whether I turn my notifications off, whether I mute everything, whether I hide it on a separate screen or delete it off my phone completely, it just, nothing seems to work. And especially when I'm in a funk I really go down a rabbit hole of scrolling and spending way too much of my time on social media. And it's such a toxic environment because when you're sitting and scrolling, particularly on Instagram, I don't feel this way about LinkedIn, but I do feel this way about Instagram. I can waste an hour and I've literally learned nothing. I feel worse about myself. I'm in a comparison loop of all these happy relationships and cool wardrobes and nice cars and people doing awesome things in their business and all, all this stuff that I'm like, Oh, I should be doing that. Oh, I should be further along. Oh, I'm not, you know, where I need to be or blah, blah, blah. And you just go into this self deprivating loop and it actually makes you feel lonelier, less satisfied, less connected. You're not actually connecting with people. You're watching their stories as opposed to sending them a message and actually saying, Hey, I was just thinking about you. We should catch up soon. It's like, you might know what's happening in their life, but you actually haven't spoken to them. So get off socials, whatever you need to do to manage your time, whether it's setting an app limit on your phone or meeting notifications or deleting it from your phone entirely. If you, if you can do that and using it on the desktop app, if you need to use it for business and trying to spend more time where your energy does feel good. So if you're spending less time on social media Maybe you're spending more time listening to podcasts or reading LinkedIn articles or subscribing to newsletters that add value to your life. So that if you are defaulting to being on your phone while you're having a coffee or while you're on your lunch break, you can actually fill your brain with something important, something useful, something that you can learn from or whatever. So that's number three is spend less time on social media and find other ways to fill your brain. Number four is find something to learn. And I love this one because I heard something a long time ago that our brains go into depression and we start to die when we are not progressing. So whether it's learning a new skill, or as I mentioned before, a new hobby, or whether it's learning a a language, learning how to dance, learning how to draw or whatever it is learning a new skill is one of the best ways to engage your brain and pull yourself out of a funk. And it doesn't need to be productive. So yes, you can learn something for your business or for your job or for your health or something that's going to, you know, improve your life, but it doesn't need to be that way. You can learn something just for the sake of learning. Maybe you've always wanted to learn calligraphy. Maybe you've always want to learn how to paint or how to sing, or how to play an instrument. Just something that, can, that you can use to challenge your mind to progress in some direction. This is Studies show the quickest way to getting happiness is to start learning again and become a student in whatever it is that makes you feel good commit to a couple of hours a week, whether it's, you know, five or 10 hours a week of learning this new skill, putting it in your calendar. So you're not trying it once. And then you're like, okay, that was fun. And then you just never do it again. And, um, you know, that's for me is one of the best ones. I love learning new things. I always forget about YouTube. It's one of those, websites that I just always forget is there. And I always Google how to do things. And I'll look on Instagram, I'll look on all these, you know, research things, but I always forget that there's so much free information on YouTube. So definitely check that out if you are wanting to learn for free. And the last one to help you get out of a funk, and I'm guilty of this because I've been so bad over the last six months is just exercising more. Whether it's on your Peloton, the gym in your building, going back to your gym membership or your yoga class or CrossFit or whatever it is that you do for physical exercise, physical exertion is the quickest way to release endorphins and get your brain and blood flowing again, help you relieve anxiety and depression and but also just like feeling good, feeling sexy, getting your sweat on and, and feeling accomplished like, Oh, I showed up to that yoga class today. I really needed that. And it always sucks. And it always hurts the first couple of days back. But once you get into a good rhythm and you get into a good routine with it, again, it can really, really help your mental health. So if you are feeling like you're in a funk, maybe go back and revisit these. Uh, I can't, Honestly, I didn't even write these down. So number one, I mean, you'll have to go back and listen to them, <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. If you are in a funk, definitely go back and check it out. See which one most resonates with you. Start incorporating it into your calendar, putting it physically into your time schedule. So you make it a priority. And I hope you guys don't stay in this funk for long, sending you love and kisses and lots of compassion during this transitional period of our lives where, you know, all different things are happening and you can get through this. I believe in you. I know that times are tough, but they don't need to stay that way. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.